Welcome to episode 272 and day five of the Get Out of Survival Mode Challenge. All right, ladies, this is day five. It is a five-day challenge, so this is our final step in really doing, going through this process of allowing ourselves to dream big and make a plan to head toward that dream in the next 90 days. So, so far on this journey, and by the way, if you have not heard this journey, start on day one. You have time. Create a process. You can do this day by day for five days, or you can pick a Saturday or a Tuesday, and you can go through them in a couple hours. You can do the work. I do believe that on the exercises for day one and day two, there is a little bit of benefit to having an evening sleep. Um, because a lot happens in our sleep. And in day one, particularly, we allow our brain to really just relax and really experience what that's like for 24 hours. And in the day two exercise, a lot can come up while we're sleeping. We can get some ideas, we can get creative. Um, For many of us, that's a time where we can see possibilities that maybe we can't see in our waking hours. So that would be the benefit to spreading this out, but days three through five could definitely be done all together. So that's the lowdown, and now we're on day five. So we have been on this journey, and I'm hoping by now you've experienced what it's like to really have a clean slate. You've experienced what it's like to really dream in a way that feels more possible because you've given yourself a little bit more space and time. And then as you get excited and then possibly let yourself get into a little bit of overwhelm, you get to reverse engineer some of the things from your dream to really understand what some steps would be to get there. And that usually feels really good. And then we start to look at, all right, so if those are the steps, what piece of me in this coming season really feels like it needs that attention. Like what piece am I wanting to lean, as I say, 200% into? All right, so that's what we've done. That was like a really short synopsis. So you can go back and listen if you want all the deets. And now we're on day five, and we are going to plan to become her, the person we decided we wanted to be in the next 90 days. And here are the steps to doing that. Number one, You need to get really clear on the end goal, okay? So very often we'll say things like, I want to get healthier. I want to get farther on my book project. I want to clean out my house. And the problem with that is that, so two things, it's just not clear enough is is the main gist of it. But as women, what we do is, That's not a clear enough measurement for us. So when we get to the end, even if we've put in a lot of time and energy, we don't acknowledge the time and energy that we've put in um, because we don't feel like we got to the end because we didn't really define what that is. The other thing I'll say is that make a goal and, you know, make it really juicy and exciting, something you really want to get toward. And once we make that goal, that really measurable goal, 
you're going to lean into it. You're going to do the things it takes to become the person to get to it. And at some level, you also have to let go of the goal. And that's just a piece of this process because we really want to love the journey. The journey is not always going to be easy, but we want to be satisfied. That's a better way to say it. We want to be really satisfied with the journey. And so that each day we're waking up to the next piece, the next piece of the journey. And it's not about the end destination because with some of our goals, like some of our goals, like a book, we're going to know when it comes out. But as someone who's written a book, I promise you that when it comes out, it's a little bit anticlimactic and you like get the idea for the next one. So most goals are, you just like, there's something to keep rolling with, right? With your health, it's like you get to one level and then you want the next level. And once we can just start to understand that this is part of the journey, this is this is part of the fun, this is part of the adventure, um, it can become just a lot more enjoyable than we have to hit this end destination. And because when we have that idea of there's an end destination, we also have this underlying belief of we have to fix how we are now to become that person, or we're not quite good enough until we get to that person until we become the person who can do that thing. And it doesn't help us to start from that energy. And I'm hoping that in the past four days, you've actually extracted some of that energy from your process um, and really seen that you already are this person that's moving toward this goal, even in the things you've done in just the last five days. All right. So we want to get really clear about the end goal. So I'm just going to give you a couple examples because there's no right or wrong answer, right? Pressing publish on your book, that's an end goal. Getting the draft of your book to an editor, that's a totally valid other end goal, right? Finalizing all the illustrations for a book, that's a different end goal. Finding a publisher is a different end goal that might not even you might not even need to have finished your book for, right? But it's still moving you toward a book goal. What's some other book goals? Another book goal could be to write for a certain amount of time each day and just really get into that process so that you're really becoming a writer who may or may not have finished the book by the end of a 90-day cycle. See how those are all like they have slightly different energies? All right, let's look at a health habit. So you might have pinpointed that you want energy in your vision, right? And so maybe you go look at your brain dump or you just come up with this while you're sitting down today. You know, what does that mean to get energy? Maybe it means that you start to feel great at 4 p.m. Or maybe it means that you've built three habits three energy creating habits by the end of 90 days. And I would get really specific um, about what some of those could be. So, but you could say your goal could be create three habits because possibly you put on the experimenter hat during these 90 days, right? So either you just say, I've built three habits, or you could say, you know, I've built three habits that are, you know, maybe you are drinking your water, you're walking every day, and you're following a food plan that gives you energy, right? So get really clear. Or maybe you just decide that you're eating for energy. So you're 100% focused on the feed 
the feed piece, the food piece, or maybe you're 100% focused on the movement piece for energy. So you've, you've chosen one piece, or maybe you're focused on a supplement piece. So that's the piece you're focused on. Or maybe your health goal has less to do with energy, and maybe you have um, a condition or something with your health that's going on. So let's say you have reflux. So maybe your goal is to experiment with food and movement to make it so that your reflux doesn't get in the way of your sleep. So at the end of 90 days, you're sleeping without reflux because you've done this amount of things. Does that make sense? All right. And get really clear. Remember how we talked about getting really, really clear on your why? Your why is going to help you come up with a goal because very often, and I use that reflux goal for a reason because actually somebody in flow had a weight loss goal and a couple weeks in realized that that wasn't really her goal. That was just the way that she had gotten used to framing a health goal was around weight and that really the problem was the reflux and she wanted that to go away. She wanted that to feel better. She wanted her body to feel better. That was her real why for making these changes. So just be really clear with your why. I'm not saying that weight loss is not a valid goal. It totally is, but I just want you to be a hundred percent clear on your why. Okay. So those are some examples of different goals. And if you're doing this challenge live, today's four o'clock call is a great opportunity to get on and flush out your goals. That is a really fun thing that I love doing live and I'm doing today. And I'm happy to look at your goal, talk through your goal, um, help you make steps, all the different pieces. So let's get to the steps. What are some of the things that you need to do to make your goal happen? That's a question you're going to ask yourself and you're going to let yourself brainstorm. All right. The end goal is that we have 12 times three, 36 different things we could do to move towards our goal. Now, some of these things, you might not need 36 things. You're going to have 36 slots, but it might be that every week you have you are wanting to figure out how to write for a certain amount of hours or every week you're wanting to move your body a certain amount of times so in that case you're not going to have all all 36 things aren't going to be unique does that make sense so just start to brainstorm. If you have over 36, we're going to have to weed some out. We're going to have to decide in advance. You're going to have to really tap into your intuition, that quiet self that you got on day one and figure out what are the things, what are the things that I'm meant to really be playing with, be looking at, be, be experimenting with right now. All right. So like examples of these things would be, let's say you're working on a food plan. So you might think that maybe you want to experiment with getting rid of gluten. You might want to experiment with getting rid of dairy, or maybe you want to cultivate a smoothie for breakfast practice or a salad for lunch practice, or maybe you want to have five healthy dinners that you know how to make, um, that make you, you feel really good or that don't give you reflux or that help you sleep better get my drift. Um, so I want you just to write these all down. 
in the example of five dinners, that might not be one of your weak things. You might separate that out into five specific things, or you might take two cooking classes to get those might be the actual actions of a week, right? So I just, you need to usually get this stuff out of your head and then you can really experiment with what the things actually are that you're going to be spending time doing in the week. For writing, you might want to write daily, right? And so that might just be one thing that you do every week. And so in that case, you'd have, you know, 36 minus 12, you'd have 24 other things and because that would be the same every week. Um, you might finish a chapter and you might finish a chapter each week if you're writing. So then again, that would be 12 slots. Um, an example of one that you might do and be done with is that you create, create an outline. Um, if that's going to take you multiple weeks, then that would take, you know, you might say, I, I want three slots to create my outline. Does that make sense? So I want you to start to think through what all these things are. And one thing that you can do if you're feeling overwhelmed by putting all the things down is just start to consider how much time they might take. So how much time does it take for you to write a chapter? And if you're like, oh my God, I don't know, it's going to take me days, you might want to consider how to break that down even more. So maybe I want to create an outline and then do research on quotes and facts and then write. And that might be three things in a week. Does that make sense? Or maybe you're really busy and you have another full-time job and this is just a side thing. You have a full-time job and you're a mom and it's a, a pandemic. And so you really only think you have an hour to dedicate to this a week, which is totally fine because you're actually going to move toward it in the next 90 days. But what could you do in that hour a week? What's realistic? So does this make sense? So you're really trying to move towards your goal in a way that really fits into your season. So you're really going to do it. And I can promise you that even if you think, oh my gosh, Mia, an hour a week, that's not going to do anything, but you're actually moving toward it. And that momentum is a big deal. It's a really big deal. It helps you become the next version of yourself. It helps you move towards something, and it's way more fulfilling than you can even imagine, especially if you've been thinking about something for a really long time. So just do it, I promise. But make sure that as you're writing down these things, this is where I was going and I kind of went on a side, that the thing you're writing down can't take you like hours because that's going to be a little harder. Unless for real, you're like 100% a free person. If you think, you know, you're, if you're needing to add in eight hours a week on a pr new project, that's going to be kind of hard unless you're suddenly leaving your job and this is filling in that place. Does that make sense? So really be clear about the time you have. And then I have a worksheet for you where you're going to take these things and you're going to put them into the worksheet. So you're going to be able to see that on week one, you're doing this thing. On week two, you're doing this thing. On week three, you're doing this thing. And the reason that you're doing that, you're taking it out of just this list form. It's still a list form, but you're seeing the weeks is that then you can see how your goal is building. Because especially, well, really with all kinds of goals, we get so excited that we kind of like want it to be done tomorrow. And that's really 
doesn't serve us because then it's hard to get motivated to the things that we just have to show up and do daily and weekly. So I might notice that I'm going to really work on hydration this first week, and then I'm going to add in a new food habit next week. And then I can see that maybe by week eight, I'll you know, I'll have a couple habits in place and I'll start to see if these are the right habits um, to help me with the goal that I am, am having. Does that make sense? But I might not know till then. So that means I have to keep going. And so you can start to see how the time of 12 weeks plays out because what you are trying to do is become the next version of yourself in 12 weeks, not by Wednesday. All right. I want you to hear that. You're not becoming this person by Wednesday. You're becoming her over the course of 12 weeks. And that's really important to notice because this is a 12-week journey. It's a 12-week walk towards this new version of yourself. Okay, so I have one more thought about those 36 things. So there was a number of you who shared on Instagram, and by the way, I love, love, love seeing all the shares and what everyone's up to. A number of you who shared different goals in different categories, like all the different things. So I'm asking for your own success because I've led hundreds of women through this process. If you're doing this alone, it's really helpful to fully lean in to one thing at a time. Really helpful. It's not to say you're not doing other things in your life, but you're really fully leaning into this. And I shared on the live Zoom call this week that you know I fully leaned into motherhood in my last 90-day cycle, and it affected my health in a good way. It affected my work in a good way, but it was motherhood that I was leaning into. It was motherhood I was putting first on a weekly basis. So just because you're doing this one thing doesn't mean other things are going away, but it does mean that this is your priority. This is the thing that you're doing first. And I want to be super clear about that, especially if you're doing this on your own. Now, When you do this in flow with a lot of support, like daily support, you know, we can get more nuanced. You're showing up all the time. You're speaking your goals every week. Myself and a whole group of ladies are calling you out when they see you going in a direction that might not be serving you. We're cheering you when you're going in a direction that's amazing and better than you could have even imagined. So you're getting support you need to be more nuanced. So I I just, I want you to be successful. So if you're wanting to get more nuance, please come consider flow, even if you're not, come consider it because it's a really good thing. But if you are doing this on your own, which is how I intended for this challenge to be, I'm, it's really important that you do, that you choose one thing. Now, I'm going to break that rule really quickly for you. What I also want you to see is that in choosing one thing, There's sometimes supports you need. So if you are having a writing project, I'm just going to keep going because there was a lot of writing projects that came up. If you have a writing project and that's your thing you're leaning in 200% to, and you just know that you're going to write a chapter a week. So you're like, Mia, like, what are the other things? So maybe there's another writing thing that you need to do. Maybe, um, 
maybe you need to put a system in place so that you have the time. So maybe there's different systems you need to put in place um, with the kids so that you have the concentration time you need to do your work. Maybe you need to clean off your desk so you can actually concentrate. So there might be certain support things that are in service of your goal. That's what's really important. They have to be in service of your goal, but they end up there because they're in service of your goal, and but they're in a different category. And this can be true with health ones too. So maybe you're working on eating for more energy. Um, maybe you're pretty far along in that, but you really want to be walking every day and drinking your water. And maybe that's really going to support your writing goal. Okay, so you can have those things in your list, but nothing that's not in service of your goal. So you're not cleaning out your basement and writing a book. All right, because cleaning out a basement, unless there's some huge feng shui thing about that, cleaning out your basement is a whole other project. And yes, maybe you'll do things toward it, but for the this project, for your focus, for the thing that you're going to do no matter what these next 12 weeks, I want you to stay really focused and be really discerning as you decide what these things are. All right? It's, I promise, so good when you can do this because otherwise you have to make too many choices during the week and choices stop us in our tracks. We're making choices now around this one thing so that we can trust that we're in 200%. And don't forget, we're doing this for 90 days. And guess how many 90-day cycles there are in a year? There's four. So if you're really wanting to prove to yourself that you want to do it all, you could be like, all right, this is the one I'm leaning into this season. And I know that there's three seasons right after that. And I'm just going to like pencil in that maybe these are the other three things I'll work on in the next three seasons. So you can just trust yourself. Trust your intuition, trust your body, trust, trust that this is coming to you right now at this time and that the, you've chosen the right thing to be working on for the next 90 days. And I cannot wait to see who you become, what you do. Like, I just, you have to send me notices. You have to come tell us on Instagram. You have to send me an email. I'm so excited for this journey for you. Now, if you're doing this challenge right now, live in real time, do make sure to tune in to some of the supplementary classes that we're doing live because those really give a chance for um, feedback. So today, it will be a lot about the goal. And tomorrow, we're going to be talking about follow through. And then there's some stuff coming up in upcoming weeks. Cannot wait. So excited. And I will see you back on the, I'll see you around hopefully this week. And I will be back on the podcast with our interviews starting on Wednesday.